Music. Reviews. Chat. Poems. Comedy. Writing. Interviews. ELFM. It's radio for so much more. Hi, welcome to East Leeds FM. This is Red Kite. I'm Juaria. Now let's see if I can remember everyone's names in here. So we've got Emily, yep. uh, Joe, yep. uh, Millie. Yeah. Um, we've got Alex and Amos on desk. And we've got Henry, the broadcasting worker. Uh, Hello, I'm here. Sorry, I'm st- I'm borrowing Joe's microphone. Sorry about that, Joe. Um, before I ask anything else, Henry, please help me if I've forgotten anyone's names. Um, well, this room is so busy and full. I think we'll just have to like go through the show and introduce everyone as we go along. Joe, have you ever seen the studio this busy before? I've not seen the studio with more than two people. I've not seen the studio with more than two people in. No more than two people. Okay, <laughs> it's pretty busy at the moment. So, um, uh, how's everyone's weeks been? Um. A few weeks at high school have been good but boring. Is it normal that um, some people are making fun of me a bit? No, mm-hmm. I'd say that's not normal at all. Well, some people, according to a lot of people, oh, at the start of year seven, and lots of people have been. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. How about you, Joe? How have you been? It's okay, boring, but okay. <laughs> Everyone's having boring times. Millie, tell me you've been doing something interesting. Um, yeah. Um, so I've been learning some new stuff, um, and also um, reteaching, um, some stuff, and then I'm gonna have a good weekend. Okay. Very good. Juaria, mm-hmm. what what sort of show are we expecting today? Uh, well, it's been a pretty good show. So we've got an interview with Becca, who does a music vlog. We've got an LGBTQ talk and a lot more. Okay, so Joe, what song are we going to hear now? We're going to see Motor Nation by Steve Omenit. <laughs> Thank you. 
so that was welcome to motor nation um so we are here at the desk we have amos hi i'm ellie i'm joe hi i'm jay and we are also here with um becca so would you like to just sort of introduce yourself and tell everybody what you do okay cool hello my name's uh, becca healy and i run a music blog about the leeds music scene and um, it involves interviewing musicians and also reviewing gigs and releases. So now we just have a quick icebreaker question from Millie. Um, so I was gonna say, what's your favorite instrument? Ooh, um, probably say guitar, because it's a, uh, you guys, some of you play guitar, right? Yeah, it's a good fun instrument. You can write songs off it and you know, you can smash it and have fun with it as well, so. <laughs> can I ask why though? Um, I used to play drums when I was younger and I do really enjoy playing drums, but I think with songwriting, it's quite difficult to write songs off a drum kit. So just having a guitar, you know, you can do a lot from it, so yeah. And now we'll just sort of start all of the questions. Brilliant. What inspired you to start? Um, what inspired me to start was just the reality of how Leeds has a very good thriving music scene, but it's quite difficult to uncover unless you're in the right place at the right time, you know the right people. So it was kind of me being drawn to going to local gigs and wanting to advertise that to people in the local area and like music lovers and just kind of raise the profile of the city's um, scene. Uh, that's great. And I'm just going to ask what was the first blog that you did what was it about and yeah um so the first blog i did like i wrote an article interviewing a band called um fuzz light year about a live session they were doing for bbc introducing so i'm not sure if you know what um bbc introducing is but it's a platform from bbc to try and get new bands on the radio so it's very interesting and quite fun because local bands can submit their tracks to bbc introducing and then they can get played on Radio Leeds, and if they're lucky, Radio 1 or Radio 6 could have their music sent to them, so they could get quite famous off that. So it's pretty interesting. So um, I kind of asked them about recording for that. So and did you hear any of their music? Um, yeah, because um, they um, sent the live sessions to me after they kind of finished them, so I got to hear the music, and it was really interesting. Yeah, it was good. Uh, what genre were they, if there is, like, a specific genre? Uh, probably, like, grunge, um, kind of, yeah, guitar music, heavy music. Yeah. All right. And uh, what was their name again? Fuzz Lightyear. Okay, that's great. So now we're going to go to Jay for another question. Who inspired you to start? Um, it's a hard one. I guess just local musicians around, just you know, chatting to bands. And um, there's a band called Glad Boy that moved to Leeds from Norwich, and they quite inspired me because they kind of moved for the city's music scene, and you know, they were just starting out. I was trying to direct them into, you know, certain venues and things like that. So, yeah, they were kind of quite inspiring to, to see them moving over and enjoying the music scene and, yeah. Um, what was your favourite vlog? Vlog. Um, um, I, probably the interview I did with them, um, The Sunkist Child, it was very interesting and um, hopefully we'll be able to play that song later by them. Just uh, it was very... Uh, rich interview looking into you know their upbringing and stuff because they'd moved over from Lebanon for university so like interesting cultural differences and I learned a lot about music through them so um what is the most recent blog that you've done and why did you choose to do it um it was a a piece about long division festival in Wakefield have any of you guys been to the Wakefield 
I've been to Wakefield, but yeah. I've never been to that festival. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a festival in the city, lots of different venues open, and um, a lot of bands from Leeds went there. And uh, so it's just like a day of festival of that. And I chose to do it because they were looking for people to review and they gave me a free ticket. So that's a good thing about it, get lots of free tickets. Um, so I went to that and uh, just wrote about it um, and helped some others, had some other writers help me as well. So I kind of did some editing as well, which was fun. How did you find these gigs and events? Oh, um, well, just through going to gigs and meeting new people in the gigs and kind of chatting to bands and then... Also, like, I think through, like, social media, obviously, um, Facebook and Instagram is quite good for that kind of thing. But, yeah. What is your favourite band? Hmm, I'm not sure. I think I'd probably say, if I had to pick one, I'd probably be the Beatles, because they kind of got everything. But what would you, what would you guys say? The Beatles. Yeah. The Beatles are, um, like, I don't know, really. Nice. I really like Guns N' Roses and I also cool. really like Queen. Nice. I really like a band called Lovejoy. Oh, yes. <laughs> I haven't heard of them. Yeah. What kind of music's that? Uh, like indie rock. Nice. Um, yeah. I don't have a favourite. <laughs> top five? Top three? Top two? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what like inspired you to start making blogs? Why did you choose to do it? Um, I think because I, I really enjoyed like reading, um, you know, articles about bands and just I just wanted to write some of my own. I thought I could like write some interesting ones. So, yeah. Um, what's your future vlog? Um, well, at the moment, I kind of I've kind of stopped doing as much writing and I'm trying to make a podcast. So that'd be interesting um, to try and start a new podcast just about the music scene. Yeah. Other than well, making a podcast, what else are your like aims and ambitions to achieve or do in the future? I think just get more exposure, have more people, um, you know, have more people following the blog and just learning more things about music and leads and going to more gigs and things like that. And where do you like plan to take your career? <laughs> um, that's quite a big question. I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> what would you say? Do you have any like plans? Not, not particularly, no. Anyone here got any big career plans? No. Radio? Anyone? I want to take art and music. Cool. Because you're a musician, right? Yeah. What do you play? Uh, I play the drums. Nice. Have you got a favourite drummer? No. <laughs> Fair enough. There's got lots of good drummers out there. <laughs> I want to be a, um, a music teacher, like nice. playing pianos and maybe doing some drums. I want to be an engineer. Wow. Do you know what type of engineering at all? Or? No, probably just like civil. Yeah, nice. Um, I yeah, I play guitar, so I'd probably like to do something music related. How nice. old was you when you started? Um, it's only been a year, so I was twenty-one. Yeah. Hmm. Are any of you in bands here? Um, I've like done. I've played in a band for an assessment in music recently, if that if that counts. <laughs> I'm in the chapel band. Oh, nice. I went to my granddad's band group once. Cool. I still go every time when I go there and he goes. I still... What's the band called? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, how can we find um, your blogs? 
Um, so Instagram is at Basement Leads, Facebook, Basement Leads, Twitter, same thing. <laughs> and then the website is kind of, I really enjoy the website because it's got all the, like, the articles on it. I know they're not as fashionable websites anymore, but um, I quite enjoy just like directing people's website. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got any questions for us? Um, do you like going to gigs and have you been to any gigs? Yeah. Tell, tell me about them. Once. Um, it was like this, like, band that I went to once. I can't remember where it was or all. It was like ages ago. So, was it fun? Yeah. That's good. I I think about a year ago, probably now, saw the Libertines at nice. the O2 Academy. I went to that, that one was good. Well. Did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was good. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Do you have yeah. a favourite Libertines song? Uh, probably just don't look back into the sun, yeah, which is like, classic. <laughs> yeah, it's the most famous, but for a reason. Yeah. Anyone else? Because you should never look in the sun. Like <laughs> 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 easy on you over here. Anyone else? I okay. guess that I went to a Steve Harvey concert once. Nice. And a a Steve Lacey one as well. I guess that wraps it up, unless yeah. you have anything else to say. Um, no. All right. Well, um, so, yeah, that was Becca, and now we're going to listen to a song called Come Around and Waste Time by Sunkissed Child, which I believe was your pick. Yeah. Um, as I said, I had an interview with them, and it was uh, really good and quite fun, poppy sort of music, upbeat, so, yeah. Yeah, here is Come Around, Waste Time. Oh, 
Uh, hi, I'm Zainab and this is Chapel FM. Um, around the table we've got Emily, Amos, Stephen and Johan. And considering recent events, we wanted to talk about what we do on our first day as Prime Minister. So Emily, you can go first. Okay, so the first thing I do as Prime Minister is try to create world peace and by helping the, and also helping the environment. By, and by doing that for the animals, yeah, um, I'd basically make it more safer, uh, fun. Like, have you ever seen a deer cross the road? Because yeah. it was trying to get to the other side. But yeah. sometimes it gets, like, run over by a car or something like that. What I want to do is stop that from happening and also oh, not, not, like, making, and making sure that any animals are not being extinct again, like the dodo bird. Cool, how would you do that? By, um, I do that by, um, I do that by using less paper mm-hmm. and less palm oil and also less things that, that um, kill animals. Because the dodo bird got are extinct by by people hunting them down and that's why I went on top it and also some people like burn down um, um, trees and nature and stuff like that and that's why I don't that's why I don't want any other things like that happening because that's the reason why lots of animals are getting extinct Awesome, that was awesome. Well, Stephen, you have similar, you want to do stuff with the environment, so you can go next. Okay, so if I would be Prime Minister, my first statement would be mainly about climate change and its urgency, mm-hmm. because climate change is like a very, like, like real topic that yeah. is like happening right now. It's not just about something that will ruin the planet in 30 years. And I think the best way to do that is to promote climate change solutions, mm-hmm. such as spreading awareness. So what are some of the solutions you think that we could have? So climate change is, isn't just something that's based in the UK, it's something that's international. So I think it would be yeah. best if like the government could like improve awareness on the topic and maybe like, help contribute to climate like solving climate change yeah that's awesome um johan do you want to go next um i will when i become well i when i become prime minister <laughs> <laughs> yes when you we'll become get there if or when i become prime minister Let's say when um i'm gonna like uh, make it more equal so such as like the class system making it so everyone has the same power in society and not the rich people having the most power and then the people who have less money who have less have less power okay cool how, how would you do that um sort of making it so that it's more based off like your ideas and 
how well liked they are and like by popularity yeah oh that's interesting my popularity because with popularity it seems like more people will like it and it's something that the people will actually want and not that you want do you want to ship in emily um yeah also uh, if lots of people also uh, become like prime minister they actually have a voice and like like other people like smaller people like me mm-hmm. and what I want to do is like make my voice be heard so you're saying the popular people would ref- people who are popular would reflect the country's like opinions yeah, kind of okay cool anything else Johan? um I think that's it Okay, cool. Amos, you're up next. Um, so what I would do is try and do something about the Home Office because right now seeking asylum and trying to become a refugee in this country is, like, really difficult. 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 <laughs> and <laughs> quite we'll frankly, it's, like, ridiculous. <clears throat> um, so I'd, like, try and solve a lot of the issues that happen there because, like, if your country's, like, savaged by war or you're, like not allowed in because i don't know it's illegal to be gay or something like that in yeah. your country then like you need to leave but then you can't arrive in another country and just be told no that's like not fair because there are people that like come across on little rowing boats across massive oceans with like eight month old babies because they need to leave their war-torn country yeah 100 percent. and it's just it's awful that people then get told no so you're saying that you would just let you would let any anyone who wants to come to the UK come? Well, I mean, like, for the most part, yeah. Okay. If, cool. if they've come from a war-torn country or like it's somewhere that it's illegal for them to be themselves, then like I think they should have a right legally to be allowed in this country. Fair enough. Anything anyone wants to say about that? To chip in? No. Cool. Anything else? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the first, the very first thing I would say is like thanks. But, um, <laughs> I think that would be the, the second thing that I say. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. That's awesome. Um, I think what I would do mainly is about tax. So I'm not sure if you, how much you guys know about tax. Oh, but I pay so many taxes. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Million monies of taxes, of course. Yeah. Um, so much we're in a cost of living crisis. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one thing about tax is if you earn, so um, the first 12,500, um, you don't pay any tax on that. So I would, for anyone who earns more than 100,000, I would like get rid of that personal allowance. Mm. So that would be about 2,900 people. Um, and in total, I'm trying to, let me just do the math quickly. You, um, you'd you get about 37 million in the first year um, alone. Uh, so essentially, yeah, it's a lot of money. And then I, but I would have like going for about five years. Um, that's not purely my thing. A lot of people have the idea. So you'd get 185,000 um, in about five years. And I'd also limit sort of commercial, um, sorry, r- um, raise the thing on commercial tax. Because um, a lot of businesses, if, there's a lot of ways for them to not evade tax, but avoid tax. Um, yeah, mm. I think I'd like very be sort of get back, get down onto um that kind of tax, but I would get rid of inheritance tax because I, I'm not a big fan of inheritance. I'm not sure how many people are fans of inheritance. Do you guys know what that is? No. no. Okay. <laughs> so inheritance tax. So let's say you have like a million pounds, right? And then like one day when you're super super old, you decide to give that money to your kids because everyone you know passes <laughs> on. Um, so your kids, even though that's your money, they'd have to pay tax on that. Ooh. What do you think about that? Oh, it's not good. Why? No. Nope. Because it's not 
their money. Well, it is their money now, but you're giving it to them, and it's it's just not fair that they cool. should have to pay tax yeah. on that when they've been like given and given that money. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Is there anything else anyone would do on their first day as prime minister before we go on to the song? Yeah, Emily. Uh. Also, I think it's kind of a bit harsh how people like. Like judge people how how they like act, but they don't actually see how they are on the inside. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's just like not right. Awesome. So, do you want to go? Do you guys want to go into the song now? Uh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. this is, is this your choice? Yes. This song. But I'll let you introduce it. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so this song is called "Golden Hour" by J V K E, which is probably meant to be pronounced Duke. Yeah, it just <laughs> has a V because. Who knows? Maybe it was a typo and it just Maybe, stuck with them. Know. Who yeah. knows? Um, so why did you choose this song? Um, well, I, I love the song. I heard it. It was like, oddly enough, it was one of those edit audio songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't know who you guys, who guys like edit audios, but yeah. they're like compilations on YouTube and I listen to them. And I really liked that edit audio. I like replayed it like 10 times. I thought I need to find this song. And then I found the song and it was just amazing. So yeah, that's why I love the song. All right, yeah, yeah so this is golden hour by duke with a v (laughs) (laughs) it was just two lovers sitting in the car listening to blonde falling for each other pink and orange skies feeling super childish no donald glover Miss call from my mother Like where you at tonight, got no alibi I was all alone with the love of my life She's got glitter for skin My radiant beam in the night I don't need no light To see you shine Just two lovers, feet up on the dash, driving nowhere fast, burning through the summer. Radio on blast, make the moment last. She got solar power, minutes feel like hours. She knew she was the baddest. Can you even imagine falling like I did for the
Hello, you're listening to East Leeds FM. Uh, we are joined here by the local MP, Stephen Bergen. Uh, Mr. Bergen, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, thank you. So, uh, I know there's a little bit of funding going around to do some construction. Can you tell us more about that? Well, I have received funds recently to help the local community. And I've also received news of some construction happening near the woods. And that... I've also heard about a local community living in the woods, so I wanted to learn a bit more about that and decide what to use it for. Oh, hello, good sir. What's your name? My name is Johan. So, how long have you been living here for? I've been living here all my life. Okay. Have you heard about the construction happening outside? Yeah, we've seen a lot of trucks and heavy uh, construction. Yeah, that doesn't sound very ideal for you. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard recently that they've been planning to move into your home and maybe construct a bit further into the woods. What do you think about that? Um, It's quite bad and I feel like you as a Member of Parliament should be doing something about this. Well, I've been trying to get in touch with you lot, but I can't really find a way to get your opinions in the woods. Well, you could just uh, come along and we'll like tell you about everything that's been going on. Yeah. Uh, some of the struggles we've had to deal with, especially with climate change becoming a major issue like the heat waves where we can't grow much food. Yeah, I'll try to do something about it. Hello Dave. No, it's a pleasure to see you again, Stephen. So I've heard that you're actually the executive of this construction company. I am. I worked my way to the top. So what exactly are you planning to build here? We're planning on building a warehouse to store Amazon products and other products for companies like that to transport around Leeds and the local area. Yeah, but why here? Because it's a big green space and there's a lot of space here, not many people living around here, so we thought it would be a good opportunity to build our factory. Have you heard about the people living here, by any chance? I have not. Well, there are actually like, like a couple communities of people living here. Inside of the woods? Yeah. You know, some people live in tents. I see how that could work. So what do you expect us to do about that? All of the plans are already set, we're building it in the forest. Well, I have received a lot of funds to help the local community, so I was wondering maybe you could move your construction across the river, maybe somewhere away from the people living there. So you're planning to use your funding to move our factory? Well, I wouldn't want to hurt, I wouldn't want to hurt the local communities living in the woods. And they seem pretty nice people, so I was wondering if maybe you could move across the river. Tell you what, Mr. Bergen, 
You have a deal there. Well, um, as part of the local community, I have something Wait, to add to when that. When did you get here? Well, I've been overhearing since, like, you're right next to my home. I actually think you shouldn't even build it because even though it's not uh, that cl- even though it's just across the river, we can we still have to deal with the pollution and the noises and it's not going to be very good for us. Well, we need to build it somewhere. Where do you expect us to build it? Just not build it. It's not an essential it's thing. Al- it's already been paid for. We need somewhere to build well, it. I'm, I mean, w- it. And what do you expect Mr Bergen here to spend all of his funding on? He can, he can spend it on stuff like, uh, I don't know, schools and education and public transport, which can be used for people. Because think about it, not everyone's going to be able to use that Amazon. Well, Amazon doesn't have all the money in the world. It's not like we're owned by the richest person of all time. What do you expect us to do about the loss of money that we have from planning to build this? Well, with his money, he can... With some of the he can pay he us back. Well... No. Amazon needs money. We need well, it's more not money. Like they already don't have enough money. No, we don't. Exactly. Thank you for seeing my side of this. Mr. Bergen, how are you going to resolve this issue where these these climate activists are defending their home from Amazon? Well, I heard about all the parties involved, and I've come to a conclusion that I don't think this factory is going to be very good for the environment. I do think we do need a factory somewhere, but perhaps... We don't need one. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) Well, that's all the time we've got here on East Leeds FM. Thank you to uh, our guest Dave, uh, local residents, Johan, and of course, Stephen Bergen, local MP. In the next election, I'm not voting for you again. So, that was a pre-record done by Next Gen Foundation.
But down here in the ground sauce heap up, there's people with me. These, the name for these people are Josh and Saren. Do we have someone else down here? That's what we're doing. We, I don't know. Wait, do we? Yeah, I'm here too. It's, it's Mimi. Oh. I think we forgot them. Yeah. Uh, is that we're 1.2 meters underground right now, so uh, it's quite claustrophobic down here. I mean, for all <laughs> we know, it could we could have a cave in at any point. Do we need to? I think we need to talk about this heat pump that we yeah, have down definitely. here. Um, I do know an interesting fact about these heat pumps. Apparently, it gives us renewable energy, so we don't have to burn fossil fuels, which is a plus for the environment. Ooh. That's cool, but you could not fit a stage down here. I mean, like, how are you going to do the entire performance? Why are you focusing on theatre? Look where we are. Come on, look at these pipes. Yeah, not going to lie to you. We're going very off topic with that uh, yeah. question. Come or on, even that statement, should I? Yeah, come on, come on, look at all these pipes. Ooh, what's this? I mean, it's quite interesting. The uh, layout of these pipes is very interesting. Yeah, I don't think we should uh, touch these pipes any longer. I think we should get back up to the studio. Yeah, come on. I'm sure it's fine. I mean... Oh, check out these pipes. These are quite sturdy. They've been here for years. I mean, that's good. Oh, oh no. Was that meant to happen? Uh, let's get oh. this show on the road, shall we? Let's go. Okay, so that was a lovely little piece of audio that the Next Generation Group have been creating. And now it's time. I'm going to ask these lovely folks around the table some questions. So, Emily, Jay and Joe. Here is the situation. We have introduced a new question, uh, it's not a new question, a new subject to the curriculum. In school, teenagers, young people, kids are going to learn a new subject, and the subject is humour. So, humour is on the curriculum. People are going to learn all about humour. My question to you is, what do those lessons look like? What does it mean when you sit down into a classroom and that lesson for the day is on the subject of humour? Joe, what do you reckon for you? you you've, 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 got, you've finished science, you've got history coming up in a bit, but humour is the next lesson you're going to. What does that mean for you? Uh, I don't know, learning how to tell jokes better. Okay, so how does the teacher set that up for you? I don't know, like telling them how to make a good punchline. Okay, so punchline. So we've got, what, what, like this list of jokes on the board? No, like you make your own joke and they tell you how to improve it. Okay, so it's like a bit of creative, like coming up with some stuff and yeah. it's critiqued. It's a bit it's a bit of performance style. Yeah? yeah. How to perform it. Emily, what do you, and if you were going to a lesson of humour, what would it look like for you? Um, Probably all silly and honestly I picture it kind of like, being in a circus. Okay, so we'd li- you'd leave the school and you go to the actual circus and that's where you do do the lessons. No, like the actual classroom in in the school looks like the inside of a circus. Okay, so it's like this one classroom is just full of like juggling balls and ladders and things to fall and drop on and off of. Basically. So like clowning. Okay, very good. I quite like the sound of that. <laughs> Jay, what for you would that look like for you if you were to study a literal lesson that was called humour? What would that class like look like? A bunch of people running around laughing and stuff. So it would just be like a non-stop, just like getting people to laugh. Yeah. What was? What would you expect in that classroom? What would you think the, uh, the stuff would A clown. So the clown would be the teacher. Yeah. Okay. Clowns are good at telling jokes. Okay, I'll down with that. So, so in this subject, we've got um, Joe saying this clown teacher is teaching everyone how to do jokes, and it's in a circus format. Emily, what do you reckon? 
it's not that, but uh, speaking of jokes, I have one myself. Okay, hit me. What do you call cheese that isn't yours? What do you call cheese that isn't yours? I actually, I actually know the answer to this, but go on then, Emily. Nacho cheese. <laughs> 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 Work's got a laugh out of Jay. Joe's just sat here stony silent. because I've heard it like a thousand <laughs> times. So do you think that it would it, lessons would be about looking at maybe the history of jokes, like things that have been said a thousand times before? Or is it all about looking at new stuff to the future? A um, bit of both. Like of both. saying, saying, oh, what, do you, what is a frog's favourite type of dance? Can-can? Uh, nope. Hip-hop. Uh, oh. uh, <laughs> these are these are really working on Jay. Um, Jay, do you think it would be about studying out the history of human history of jokes, the history of clowning, or do you think it? Yeah, would be like about... history jokes and stuff. I got a joke. Go on then. If you're American, when you go in the bathroom, what are you when you come out? Eh? If you're American, when you go in the bathroom, what are you when you come out? Yeah. I don't know. American. European. 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 I don't get European. it. European. Well, in the bathroom. When you're in the bathroom, um, European. So, um, <laughs> do you guys think that we should have more like lessons that are different and usual in school? Do you think you'd yes. like yes. to study humour? No, I don't no. like e-winning. Go on then, go on then, Joe. I, I don't, don't like no. loud things. Like it, I, could, I could not deal with like a thousand people just running around laughing. Yeah. Okay. So you wouldn't I want could, it to be that. that. No. But you I hate could, chaos. You could have there's like subtle humour that doesn't make you. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. But like with, uh, I think it's Emily. Like yeah. the point is, it's a circus. Yeah. It, I wouldn't like that. So you wouldn't like the sort of chaos of, of no. something. Jay, what about you? Do you think we need to have more different types of lessons in school? You're saying yeah. something you don't like in school. I think we should have like different types of lessons, so then the lessons don't like get boring, and then people start messing about in classes, and then yeah. What would you like to learn? What What do you think you know would set you up for going forward in life? What do you, What history. would you want to learn? History. I love history. Okay, we already we already learned that. So what would you want extra? Or why would you want More to learn history. it different way? <laughs> Just non nonstop history. Yeah. What about what about you, Scarlett? Um, Emily, what would you think you need to learn more about when you're in... Um, you were talking about the environment earlier? Yeah. What do you think... Do you think people learn enough? Where do you get your knowledge? Is it in school or is it outside of school? Mm, it's basically... It all started at in year three when Miss, um, I teach her... Um, Showed us a video of this like forest kind of thing mm -hmm. burning down, and it. I honestly thought like I was gonna cry. Okay, you thought he was gonna cry, yeah, because the intensity of it. Um, cool. Thank you so much for chatting to me on my question about humour. I want welcome. you all to now to think of one lesson you would like to learn. So I've come, I've come to this table and I've said, I think humour should be something people learn in school. Joe disagrees because he doesn't like the chaos of loud noises and circuses and people laughing. Um, but I want you to think what is something new. So not history, because you already learned history, Aww. but what is the new topic you want to... Maybe it's making radio. Sleeping. Yeah. Sleeping. Music. Sleepology. Okay. Yes, sleepology. Um, um, Emily? Can I... Two, two things. Go on then. One thing, um, like you said, yeah. humour, and the other thing, environment. 
the environment. So a whole, uh, you probably look at it in science, but a whole lesson dedicated to environmental no, issues. How to help it. Oh, right. Okay. So not just about the environment, but how we can. Yeah. yeah at my it. school, AHS, Allerton High School, um, on every Tuesday, we have a eco club. Okay. Just not on Wednesdays because that then it's just art club. So the eco club should be more embedded in the curriculum itself and learning. Jay? Like a pottery class. Yeah, to do pottery? Is that yeah. something you don't pottery. do at the moment? At I, no, we just like draw and stuff. Okay, yeah. so like actually getting like, your hands like dirty, getting stuck in. Fashion. That yeah. seems fun. Well, like lessons, we can make like That would be fun. Yeah. Great. So I more like, like hands-on approach of like creating, producing things, pottery. Yeah, clothes. instead of like copying like the teachers stuff, you can like make your own stuff. Yeah. Great, Emily. How to um, make like yummy stuff, but um, like a yummy food tech class. No, like for example, s'mores. Okay. Mmm, s'mores. Very good, okay. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to play a song that I've chosen now. Would anybody like to ask me why I've chosen this song? Why have you chosen that, Henry? <laughs> so I've chosen it because um, the person that introduced me to this band, they're The Fall, unfortunately, I've just found out that he passed away recently. So I wanted oh. to give a big shout-out to the person that introduced this music to me. This is Totally Wired by The Fall. Uh, so I've just been informed it's not up there. So our bold technicians are going to quickly find it. Emily. Um, Can we have a talk while we're yeah. A talk? Go on then. What are you going to talk and about? And I also want to give a shout out. To Go me. on. To who? All my friends and family. So that includes my mum, all my friends at school, my dad, um, my dad's girlfriend, and my mum's boyfriend, my sister, my cousins, all three of them. Great. And my uncles, my aunties, and everyone in my family. Oh, sorry. Lovely stuff. Can uh, I ask you what, um, who, the, who made the song? The Fall are a band from the 1970s. Um, I listen to them. I like them. You like them? Very good. They've released, um, they basically released an album every two years. The only constant member was Marky e. Smith. Um, basically, the old joke used to be... Um, your gran and you have been in the folks. Everyone's been in the fall. So we're going to listen to it now. I hope you enjoy them as much Bye. as I do. Well, we're not going anywhere. We've still got a bit more of the show. But we're going to have the fall. <laughs> i 
Okay, so that was totally wired by The Fall. I wonder if it was the first time that The Fall had been played on the Red Kite Radio Show. Well, I'm joined by a veteran, and we've got joined by a newbie uh, and other people drifting in. So I'm joined by James. I've got Zero. I've got Amos. Hello. And we've got uh, Jay. Hi. So this is my final question I want to put to folks. Now, James, I know you're a foodie, correct? Oh, I love my food, of course, <laughs> yes. I do. Same here. I've got okay. a, like so, an informal blog on food. Oh, really? Yeah. So we do have food people around the table. That's good to know. So the question I wanted to put to you is in the last conversation, um, we were sort of touched on a little bit about um, yeah, food in school, right? Now, when I was in school, we used to just make like, just like little biscuits. Right. It wasn't particularly, it wasn't particularly amazing. So I want to know what you'd want to learn in school or college about food and making for, to set you up for the future. So I'm gonna to go to James first because I know you are a foodie at, at, at college. So what do you think we should be learning in school and college? So I never did um, GCSE food, but I do A-level food now and it's very sciencey and I wish it was more hands-on based because I kind of went in there hoping to learn more skills with cooking. I mean, like, I learn things like how to make 10 things with a potato or like we, we learn like we do experiments on like what are the best recipes for a quiche. Like at the moment, we do an experiment on like uh, you know what's the best fat ratio. Is it twenty five percent butter and seventy five percent lard? Is it fifty fifty? We learn that sort of stuff. Whereas I like to learn that, but also learn more skills in food. I feel like especially in GCSE food, you didn't really learn how to cook. You learn out of the, the sciencey stuff. Did which you take GCSE food? I didn't, but my friends told me that it's very. It wasn't very hands on for them, and it was more science based, and they didn't like it. They chose A level. And it is a little bit more hands-on because we have to do all these investiga investigations on our own. And it's like, yeah, we have to do them, but it's more like we're pushed into making pastry for a quiche and mm. not learn how to make cool dishes, which I wish Oh, we you did. want it to be a bit more, a bit more interesting like, look, and different. I can make a full nice like steak. Like the food that you would actually make for in people. In restaurants, yeah. which is what the people around me, my friends, they want to become like, <clears> you know, waiters and not waiters, chefs. Right. I make these big, big meals at the moment. They're learning how to make the perfect quiche base. Right. And it's like... We like to learn some more stuff. Amos, hit me. So, where you, where you at with with school and cooking and food? Do you feel like you can whip us up a nice quiche tomorrow if we come around on a Saturday? I'm not particularly a big fan of quiche, but um, also, so I don't take GCSE food, uh, and it wasn't my reserve either. Yeah, I <laughs> um, but I agree with James. Like, um, I would have appreciated a more hands-on approach when I was in year seven and eight because it was like a ratio of maybe three like actual practice no not three theory lessons to like one practical lesson and if, if even if there weren't as many practical lessons i'd like it if the practical lessons where you're actually doing like hands-on cooking mm. were more related to the theory lessons because we'd be doing like what's the best fat ratio and then we just randomly make a fruit salad. <laughs> it's like they're, they're unrelated things. We've been doing the fat ratio for four lessons. Right. So why are we now making a fruit salad? Just learning how to do knife just, skills. Because there's no fat in a fruit salad. Is that right? I don't know. I, I no, think. of course there is. Well, yeah, but it's, we, it, it's not related to the fat scale. We, we were never talking about that or like harkening back to that when we were making a fruit salad. Okay, so food for you then, it's something that you've um, got a passion for. Yeah, so okay. I 
my mum will know this because she's here, but uh, I, we go out to eat almost all the time. I think right. <laughs> in a week we'll go out to eat a lot. Um, I did take it for GCSE actually, um, food, te- food preparation um, and technology. I think for, in my school it was different. We had a very hands-on approach. I think yeah. every other week we were, that's why I was really shocked. Um, and I asked if you took it for GCSE because we did cook, we were cooking something almost every other week. Um, so we had like like either two sessions a week cooking because um, I think we in our school we have six periods a day. I'm not sure if other schools do that too because um, I know it used to be four and then it got went to five and now it's six in a lot of schools. I have seven. Seven. <gasps> How? Yes. What time does your school uh, end? They introduced it this year, so um, it starts. The school starts at eight forty and we finish at twenty past three. <sighs> but um, really? <laughs> yeah, but every lesson. Hold, sorry, hold How on. How short are your lessons? Used, except for Friday. Except for Friday. I, I used finish. to finish school at twenty five past three. Yeah. So yeah. I don't see... My school finishes at four and starts at 8.30 and we have six. And how long are your periods? 50 minutes each and then 40 oh. minutes. That can't be possible. 40 minutes for the last minutes. one as well as... You're living on as another well planet. As well as break and lunch. Break and lunch. Do you go to Gallifrey School? Does anyone get that reference? It's quite a dated reference. No. no. Right. It's, I, a doc, I it's a Doctor Who reference. Gallifrey. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, um, no, yeah, I'm going yeah. go to go okay. to, to Jay now. So, Jay, if you could... Um, Make, if you could be taught to make any food in the world, any dish, what is the thing that you'd most like to be able to go, bam, that's the thing I want to be able to make? We don't do food tech in our school. Ah, well, that's oh. why I'm asking you the question. No, but out, yeah. outside of that. Yeah. Uh, shepherd's pie, mm. but I already know how to make that. Okay, you're an expert in it. Are you going to come to the chapel and make us a load of shepherd, shepherd's pies? The next anything else? Like, anything, like <laughs> yeah. what's a food that like, you you just want to make and you've Sushi. never made before? Sushi. Sushi. I love sushi. That's well, you need cool. to be like a really experienced sushi chef with like tens of years no. of advanced training to they, like make the perfect rice and fish. No, and they sell it in Tesco. Yeah, where did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, but that's it's a three just, pound fifty just, meal deal. You just get sticky that. rice and then you get like pure cut salmon. How, how do you make rice sticky though? What's, so what so is in sticky rice? Okay, there's different like types stick? of rice. Glue. <laughs> yeah, like, perfect. So, um, so once you've got your, your super glue, yeah. let's, let's hit, hit um, us with the recipe. So there's different types of rice. You can get short grain, long grain, and you can actually get rice specifically for sushi. So if you go to um, any store, keep an eye out. It'll say sushi grade rice um, or sushi grade fish, uh, which means it's safe to eat raw. Um, so with that rice, you normally don't cook. You normally don't get the starch out of it. You keep it really starchy and sticky. Um, but yeah, so normally you don't cook it. No, you do. You just don't. Because you know when you get um, like other rices, like long grain, you like wash them before you cook it. With those ones, you'll leave it in because you'll keep the starch in there. But there is rice specifically for sushi. It sounds like short grain rice. It sounds like you need to come in and teach Jay how to make some sushi. In I'm our, happy in to. I'm a food connoisseur. I cook all the time. Cooking yeah. lessons was it? When I say I'm gonna make rice, I I'll mean I'm gonna show. put a packet in the microwave. So, <laughs> um, Millie, what's your? What about you? Where do you sit in all this? Um, so in primary school, um, I used to do um, these pancakes, and like you used to like put the ingredients in and then after you could put your own like toppings on hmm. what's your top toppings um so it would be strawberries and whipped cream with chocolate syrup um or chocolate in the middle with some i'm thinking some cream like the normal cream not the whipped cream well before we all suddenly our bellies start rumbling and you'll be able to hear it hear it bubbling on the radio i just want to say thank you so much everyone for joining us around the table oh yeah go on what are you having for tea jay chicken nuggets the classic i've never eaten chicken in my life you've never had chicken i've always been vegetarian oh 
You know what I have to say though, I tried vegetarian chicken and it was like fake chicken, it was amazing. I couldn't taste the difference between real chicken and... I mean, I'm vegetarian, for me, I just it's just about the sauces, right? So if it's yeah. just yeah. fake, it's about what you're eating yeah. it with, I suppose. Oh, just I'm a vegetarian. Oh, that's what I did earlier. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a vegetarian. I was actually going to say, but I stopped myself because I know a lot of vegetarians in the room. I was going to say, I'd love to learn in school to make good meat dishes, but I stopped myself. Okay. I, I love so meat. Is, who's, who's not a vegetarian here? Me. Oh, yes, everyone except Wait, me and Henry. I thought it was more vegetarian. vegetarian. Oh, on the okay. table, I meant. Yeah. Um, I eat a lot of salads. Um, <laughs> Very vegetarian. So, I used to be a vegetarian. Um, oh. And you stopped? Yeah, I stopped. What converted you from vegetarianism? Because I just seen I just seen my mum's um, Sunday dinner and uh, I was like, Oh, so did you choose to be a vegetarian when you were young? So like, why why were you vegetarian? Um, because I didn't like killing animals and I oh. love animals so much. But um, my mum's Sunday dinner. So you love animals so much, but then you will mercilessly kill whoa, and eat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so the thing for me that I I do miss is. Um, food that I relate to stories. So my dad's Sunday dinner, mm, yeah. totally with you there. Like <laughs> I, I do miss. I love the smell of it. I, miss, I love. Yeah. I want to get stuck into it, but I don't. Um, <laughs> other things I miss are um, a, a kebab on a night out. Uh, I miss. I miss that. Like because that's the feeling of like you've yeah. earned it when you're with all your friends and you want to get <laughs> and you want to get one. And then the other things that I I, I missed as well is. Uh, is yeah stuff that reminds me of my gran as well like feeling that way <laughs> oh that's really sweet jay what are you going to tell me i miss my uncle peter shepherd's pie so pete we, you mentioned earlier he also liked the fall so we were playing that yeah. in tribute to him but you've learned how to take did, on, on but the, he like he likes stuff around yeah yeah them. so you but you've taken on the legacy and you're now making shepherd's pie i made like the other week i made some for my brothers and my mum so next friday our lunch or our dinner is going to be that shepherd's pie that you make. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to make shepherd's pie, you're going to make sushi. Yeah, of course. And I'm so going to make um, Sunday dinner. You're going to make Sunday dinner what are you on making? Friday. Vegetarianism <laughs> is going out of the window. <laughs> we right. can make vegetarian versions I'll, of everything. I'll make a salad yeah. for you. Yeah. Well, well I, I, would, I would love... No, I, I would not. Can you love like a salad. A salad. All of you eating these big extravagant like sushi. You know, maybe we can have... Maybe have a show discussing... <laughs> Maybe you could have a show talking about all the different types of vegetarian food because people, a lot of people think it's just like vegetarian, like salads and yeah. like noodles and stuff. But there's like a whole variety. Like I'm going to say the subcontinent of India, like 90% of India is vegetarian. And we've got some pretty good food. <laughs> me, so, and, me, and, uh, me and Amos, we need to sit down and plan some stuff. Yeah. You yes. need to bring us some of those recipes. Right, I think it is time to say goodbye. Now, I think this song that uh, Johan has chosen is in, in tribute to me and Amos as the vegetarians around the table mm. and Millie in the past. So this last song I'm going to finish off with is Cooler Than Me. Oh, wait, that implies that we're not cool. You just called me cool. Ah, oh, no, I messed that one up. Thank you, folks. Bye. Bye. If I could write you a song to make you fall in love I would already have you up under my arm I used up all of my tricks I hope that you like this But you probably won't You think you're cooler than me You got designer shades just to hide your face And you wear them around like you're cooler than me And you never say hey or remember my name And it's probably cause you think you're cooler than me You got your high brow 
shoes on your feet and you wear them around like it ain't sh- but you don't know the way that you look when your steps make that much noise Shh, i got you all figured out you need everyone's eyes just to feel seen behind your makeup nobody knows who you even are who do you think that you are if i could write you a song to make you fall in love i would already have you up under my arm i used to follow my tricks i hope that you like this but you probably won't you think you're cooler than me you got design and shades just to hide your face and you wear them around like you're cooler than me and you never say hey yo remember my name and it's probably cause you think you're cooler than me. You, you got your high When your steps make that much noise I got you all figured out You need everyone's eyes just to feel seen Behind your makeup Nobody knows who you even are Who do you think that you are? Cause it sure seems You got no doubt Under my arm, I used to follow my tricks. I hope that you like this, but you probably won't. You think you're cooler than me. You got designer shades just to hide your face, and you wear them around like you're cooler than me. And you never say, hey, yo, remember my.